Um, the TDSB greenlights the development of a new cell phone policy for students. The Toronto Catholic D- District School Board uh, agreed unanimously that they need to do something different. Uh, we often have our next guest on. He is a uh, Toronto Catholic District School Board trustee. Uh, Marcus Domenico joins us now on Toronto Today. It's great to have you on. Hey, good morning. Um, all right, so Toronto Catholic District School Board, you can catch us up on this, and I'm going to circle back around on the sure. TDSB. Tell me about the motion you put forward, and how long How long have trustees talked about this? It feels like there's a groundswell, and some parents are saying, thank you, we, we needed this years ago. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard it for several years from parents, and, and a lot from teachers who are having to police this activity in the classroom. And there's, they've seen a tremendous rise in distraction issues with students. So um, I'm very passionate about it, but I thought the best route was on Tuesday night to bring a notice, which the board granted me the permission to go straight to it, which is to gather information from parents, students, union partners, teachers, of course, uh, folks that represent Catholic education, and have staff do a survey, bring it to the board, and we should put together a new policy. How much teeth, I think this is what people are worried about, Marcus, how much teeth can these school boards put into the policy? Can they zip, are we talking zip phones away? Are we talking, we see it, when we tell you to put it away, you're down to the principal's office because you hear from them and I hear from them all the time on this show. Teachers say, I got no power here. I can't I can't send kids out of, out of the class or kick them out or send them to the office if they don't, if they stay on their cell phones. I got no power on this. How, how do we change that? Well, I'd have to say at Toronto Catholic District School Board that the teachers have that ability. Um, I mean, no one wants to work in a confrontational environment. But the teacher is in charge of the learning in the classroom. And if a student, you know, exhibits defiant behavior, then that can be dealt with classroom of students. And that can't be disruptive. So, yeah, the teachers will have, they already have a certain amount of power to say, my class, you put your phone up here and you wait to the end of the class. Or they don't say anything about it because they don't have a problem with it. But the teacher is running the classroom, period. Marcus uh, DiDomenico is our guest on Toronto Today. Um, what do you want to hear from the education minister? They say they're looking into it. Do they? Does the education minister need to weigh in heavily and go, this is what I see, I'd love for school boards to follow suit? Or can it be the other way around and you all enact your own policy and, and hopefully it's something the education minister approves of? Well, I was at a conference uh, listening to uh, Minister Lecce a few weeks ago And he brought it up to a group, a large group of Catholic trustees from across the province. Unless the province comes in and the minister specifically says, this is how it's going to go, then boards have to take it upon themselves to develop their own policies, which is why I've moved this consultation policy, which I guess the TDSB is doing a very similar thing. Uh, They're asking staff to develop the policy. I'm looking for input and data yeah. From the consultation, it's a little bit different. Are you when you, when it was being debated on on at your board meeting the other night? Is there a delineation made in elementary school and high school? And I'll ask that because an elementary school principal and I had a had a phone conversation about this, and he documented they got grade four students, Marcus, who cannot put these phones down. I think we can we can agree once you get to grade 10, 11, 12, 
you know, you're going to suffer marks wise if you're just not doing what the teacher is asking. But his concern is we've got nine year olds getting a cell phone for the first time and they will not be separated. It cannot not be in their hand. That's a big distinction to make, isn't it? It is. Uh, but there's a couple of things in what you said there. First of all, you're absolutely correct. Cell phone usage is is really getting younger and younger and younger. Um, grade four students having cell phones, of course, uh, it's very distracting. They're not able to moderate their behavior all the time. I mean, even high school students, I mean, they're on, they would like to be on their apps all the time. But my problem or my worry, I guess, as a father and as a trustee, is that it's very, very obvious that the apps, the the way they're designed, the, the way they're coded is to make you stay on the app. That's one of their biggest goals is to keep you scrolling. And if they see you wandering, they throw something else at you. It's not random. And even yesterday in Congress, we saw Twitter, Facebook, mm-hmm. uh, Snapchat, yeah. and others really getting lambasted for their view that profit is more important than children's safety. And that really, really you know, really burns me when I see stuff like that. Um, I'm going to bring this up because I think um, we'll have to make a call on this at some point in time. Doug Ford has mentioned it offhand. Stephen Lecce has referenced it offhand. I'm going to play you something from the Alberta Premier who's going to have a news conference today about gender identity and transition. And it's basically meant for schools, but it's also meant to put caps on limitations for consent for surgeries and things like that. Here's the Premier from Alberta. In my view, one of the greatest responsibilities we as parents, teachers, and community leaders have is to preserve for our children the right to grow and develop into mature adults so that they are better prepared to make the most impactful decisions affecting their lives. Decisions like choosing a career, a partner, raising children, their interaction with legal drugs like alcohol and cannabis, their sexual activities and preferences, and many other adult choices. It is my view that list of adult choices includes deciding whether or not to alter one's biological sex. Making permanent and irreversible decisions regarding one's biological sex while still a youth can severely limit that child's choices in the future. Prematurely encouraging or enabling children to alter their very biology or natural growth, no matter how well-intentioned and sincere, poses a risk to that child's future that I, as Premier, am not comfortable with permitting in our province. All right, that's Daniel Smith. Marcus, I'll, I'll, I'll limit it to your jurisdiction because uh, we won't solve uh, this highly divisive issue in a minute and a half uh, when it comes to hospitals and, and surgeries and, uh, and hormone blockers. But um, d- gender pronouns are an issue in school boards, and there's been a lot of debate about it. And I bring it to you because uh, I think you've been a leader in your board. You fought for the pride flag to fly when some said, no, it shouldn't. Um, but I do wonder if if boards would be helped by gui- by guidance coming from the province. If Doug Ford is to lay out guidelines, look, he's going to be, you know, crapped on by maybe both groups for not being firm enough or being too lax one way or the other. I'm seeing Daniel Smith get it from all sides right now. But is guidance from the premier or the education minister helpful to teachers, principals and school boards? Well, the guidance that we've received from the Minister of Education is to really follow the provincial code of conduct. That was another battle that we fought at the Toronto Catholic. I was completely in support of using the Ontario Human Rights Code, for example, and I was in support of Pride at the Catholic School Board, Mm -hmm. which was a contentious issue. The danger here with gender ideology and other issues coming from the Alberta Premier 
is it's not in, like, as far as Toronto Catholic, and as a, I can only speak as a Ward 2 trustee here, it's not in our purview to be wading into issues that it should be family issues. The parents and the child involved or the young adult involved really have to have that conversation separate of the school board. What we do mm. is we respect parents' rights. We respect students' ability to be who they are, and we just want to educate them. That's what we're there for. Many people try to make schools much more controversial than they are, Greg. We're actually there to really focus on welcoming students and to get them educated to the highest possible level. Appreciate the answer and the time, Marcus. Thanks for this. Hey, it's been great. Thanks, Greg. Have a great day. Marcus Domenico, Ward 2, Toronto Catholic District School Board.